Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. We also offer two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find the podcast. And now, kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society code 25 4 28 28 1 18. Go to our webpage at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Decipher the code and you can enter our secret site. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Decipher this code at secretsociety.htm page and use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon. The code again is 25 4 28 28 118. Next week, we will not have a podcast because the Comic Web is on vacation. We have over 100 Superman episodes in this podcast, so if you missed any, next week would be a good time to catch up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton who has come to Earth possessed of physical powers far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can bend steel in his bare hands, race a speeding bullet to its target, and who wages a never-ending battle against crime and depression, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. Much has happened since a package containing $5 million worth of stolen jewels was hurled through a window of the train on which Kent and Jimmy Olsen were riding. Two people who were after the jewels, a mysterious young woman and the yellow mask, deadly international criminal, have joined forces in the mask headquarters and abandoned skyscraper known as the Parkway Tower. Listen. So this is where you hang out. I must say, if I were trying to keep something undercover, I wouldn't operate from a 30-story office building, even if it is deserted. On the contrary, my dear, I could have chosen no better spot. The police would never think of looking for me here. Oh, maybe you're right, but I don't like it. Let's get our business over with. Uh, what's your hurry? You're perfectly safe. I know, but I still don't like it. Where's my truck? You said I could have it in cash. Of course. But we don't want to break off our pleasant relationship so abruptly, do we? As a matter of fact, I don't even know your name. What difference does that make? All I want is my cut, and I'll go. But I don't want you to go. You're a very clever girl. And I can use clever people to good advantage. I can show you how to make millions. And not only that, but I can give you power. Power beyond belief. Sometimes you talk like you're crazy. Come on, pony up. You don't believe me. Well, I'll show you. You see that safe in the corner? Yes, I see it. Watch while I open it. Now, look inside. Oh. Precious gems, diamonds and rubies and emeralds, enough to pay a king's ransom. Now you can see that the jewels you helped me recover from that reported crimp were as nothing against this treasure. Where did you get them all? They came to me, like flies to a honeypot. I don't understand. A few moments ago, you wondered why I maintained headquarters in this abandoned skyscraper. What's that got to do with the jewels? A great deal. 
One of the main reasons this tertiary building was abandoned soon after it was built was the fact that a large plot of land directly in front of it is a quagmire of quicksand. You know what quicksand is, don't you? Yes, it's wet sand that you sink into and can't get out of. Precisely. Even a child knows that. But this quicksand is very deep, and anything that falls into it vanishes forever. What are you driving at? Have patience, my dear. As you know, the eastern airport is less than a mile from this building. I learned through reliable sources that a fabulous fortune in precious gems was being flown to the National Jewelry Exposition from all parts of the country. I knew that too. Yes, but you did nothing about it. I, on the other hand, decided to gain possession of those gems. How? Very simply. You know, of course, that when fog and rain blanket the sky, modern transport planes fly blind. That is to say, they follow a radio beam into an airport. Yes, yes, go on, go well, on. I simply created a false radio beam for the planes carrying the jewels. One with ten times the power of the true beam coming from the airport control tower. A radio beam that led each of the transports down into the deadly quicksand. You don't mean that. Every word of it. Thus far, five planes have vanished like a puff of smoke, never to be seen again. But the jewels, how'd you recover them? Before the plane sank. My men have been trained to work fast. How many men have you here? At present, only two. A radio operator and a night watchman. My work is practically over. With the fortune represented by the jewels in that safe, I can gain what only money can buy. Power. Power over all living men. And, my dear, I should like you to share that power with me. You say there are only two men in the building besides yourself? Yes, a watchman in the lobby and a radio operator in the tower. We're practically alone. That's all I wanted to know. Put your hands up. But what's the matter? What do you mean by this? Why are you pointing a gun at me? Yes. And don't be misled by the size of a gun. It's little but powerful. I warn you, you're making a big mistake. Oh, no, this is one mistake you made, my murderous friend. And one mistake you'll live to regret. Turn around. Don't be a fool, young woman. I said turn around. That's better. I must say it was very considerate of you having a suitcase here already for me. I'll just believe you of your precious jewels and bid you a not-so-fun farewell. Don't I have a very nervous finger on this trigger. Ah, that does it. This case is a trifle heavy, but I think I can manage it. Why, you little double-crossing... You're the last person in the world to talk, Mr. Matt. A killer who sends innocent people to cold-blooded death. A half-mad murderer who stops at nothing. Just being in the same room with you sickens me. Well, now, goodbye, and... Good riddance. Uh, you think you're clever, don't you? Hmm. Well, you're not. You'll never get out of here alive. My watchman has orders to shoot anyone who leaves the building without my permission. Well, thanks for telling me. I'll wait just long enough for you to give him the order or let me ask. Never. Step over to that phone and make it fast. No, I won't. How does the muzzle of a gun feel in your back, huh? All right. You win. Don't say the wrong thing or you're a dead man. Hello? Harmon. Yeah, Chief. Harmon, a young woman 
is coming down. Yeah? Tell him to let me out. Let her out, Harvey. Okay, Chief. Hang up. And now, just to make sure you don't change that order before I reach the lobby, I'll just pull this telephone wire out. For the last time, I warn you, young woman, you're caught in death. The yellow mask. Never forget. Perfect. I want you to remember every moment of this. Remember how a woman outwitted you. I suppose I should pull a bundle through your head. I don't even want your tainted blood on my hands. Ah, I see there's a key in the door. Uh, locking you in will give me enough time to get away. So long. Clutching the suitcase containing a fabulous fortune in stolen gems, a mysterious girl races down the steps of the abandoned skyscraper, leaving the yellow mask helpless behind a locked door. But even as she nears the lobby, Kent and young Jimmy Olsen start across the weed-grown field that separates the parkway tower from the main road. A light, misty rain is falling. Listen. What makes you think we'll find anything in that deserted building, Mr. Kent? I don't know, Jimmy. Call it a hunch if you want to. Must be more than a hunch. Well, maybe it is. I was thinking while we were in the control tower at the airport. Practically eyewitnesses to the strange disappearance of that transport plane. All the ships that have vanished were headed in the general direction of the Parkway Tower. Suddenly, they were never heard from again. Right, Mr. Kent. If you remember, Jimmy, that mysterious girl on the train, the one we followed into the subway... She disappeared, too. Uh-huh. The subway stopped in the tunnel and the lights went out. One second she was sitting there, and the next second she was gone. Exactly. What you don't know is that she disappeared while the subway train stopped near a station that has never been used. Parkway Tower Station, directly underneath the skyscraper. No kidding. Uh-huh. That's why I think it's well worth our time to see what we can find in the Parkway Tower. Well, it certainly doesn't look like much from here. No. Uh-huh. Right in the place. Well, that... Don't move. What is it? Don't I heard voices. Crouch down. Quiet and something wet. Quiet. Someone's coming out of the building. I can't see who's a father. I can. It's a woman carrying a suitcase. She's coming this way. I see her now. Gee, Mr. Kent, do you think I not only think, Jimmy, I know. It's the girl we met on the train. The one who relieved the yellow mask of those stolen jewels. Well, in luck. Now keep low until she's close by. Okay. Quiet. This is exciting. Quiet. Here she comes. Get ready. Good evening. I think we've met before, you remember? You must be mistaken. Oh, no, he isn't. You're the one who hit the yellow mask in the head and took the jewels. Uh, don't know what you're talking about. Let me buy. You know what we're talking about. Where are those stolen jewels? I tell you, you're mistaken. I'm an airline hostess, and I must report to the flying field. I'm late now. Oh, here, I'll show you my identification card. I have it right here in my handbag. Don't move. Oh, that's your identification, eh? A gun? Yes, and I know how to use it, in case you're wondering. I don't doubt it. All right. Now, I don't want to have to hurt you with a kid, so stay right where you are. If you try to follow me, you'll get it. Understand? I think you've made it clear. And don't forget it. She's getting away, Mr. Kent. I want to come that gun. Don't worry, Jimmy. She won't get away. And you stay here. Don't budge from this spot. I'll follow her. She'll shoot you. No, she won't. Now promise me you won't budge from this spot no matter what happens. I promise. Good boy. I'll be back in a few minutes with the girl. Okay. I'll be here. I suppose I could have snatched that revolver from her hand, but I was afraid a shot might go wild and hit Jimmy. She can shoot all she wants to. That's Superman. I'll just fly over her head and drop down in front of her. Up. Give me that gun. Get it. One more step and I'll shoot you. What? 
Your gun might just as well be loaded with putty. Give it to me. Then I'll take it. Running away won't help you. Come back. I said come back. Not what happened to her. Where are you? Where are you? Understand it. She's disappeared. Vanished into thin air. Vanished. Sudden piercing scream in the fog-bound darkness. And then silence. What happened to the mysterious girl and the fortune and jewels she was carrying in the suitcase? Don't forget to tune in next time and follow the thrilling story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.